Welcome to Beauty and the Ghee, the podcast about jujitsu and so much more. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about jujitsu and so much more. So much. So much more. <laughs> I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu black belt obsessed with jujitsu. And you recently competed I in did. Nashville. I did. And I feel like maybe you have some different feelings, different, <laughs> some different thoughts. Maybe some things have shifted about competition. For yeah, you. I mean, I think that like it's not, not like big change. Exactly. And it's not that it's entirely changed. It yeah. just was different for this one. Typically, when I compete, I say that I, you know, I do it mostly for the lead up, mm -hmm. right? The six to eight weeks of hardcore training um, that I just become a better grappler from that. I yeah. eat better. I do more recovery, I train harder, you know, all those things. I train with more focus. This time I didn't have that really. I've been dealing with some issues, honestly, both physically and mentally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> October was really, really hard for me and Nashville Open was November 12th. So it, you know, still in that point of my life. Um, so just really struggling both physically and mentally. And so I couldn't decide whether I wanted to compete or not. Yeah, because normally I feel like you you register and you're like, I'm doing this. And, you know, we know how much you love a game plan. Exactly. Exactly. And I really didn't even train in October. The Monday night, the the week that you have to register. So you have to register by that Friday. Um, that Monday night, Risser came in and it's no gi class, but we put on gis and she just murdered me for five rounds in a row. Cause like, that's the only like competition training I got. That sounds really enjoyable. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I really thought I was going to get to take the third round off. Like, uh -huh. you know, like maybe, maybe I'm going to die. And she's like, nope, if you're thinking about competing, let's go. We're going again. Oh. <laughs> Very thankful for her. Uh-huh. Yes. But you know, like we had to see if my body could hold up for it. Yeah. And we'll get to that. So then Thursday morning's class, I only had John in. Uh -huh. Like it was just a wild class. He was the only one. And so for an hour, I basically drilled my game plan on him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, register, just get registered. You can always not compete. So you could register now and pull out, but you can't register later. Yeah. So he just kept saying, just register. And even as he's walking down out the door, he's like, do it right now. You're going to question <laughs> it. Do it right now. Just register. So- I did have that in my mind, uh -huh. <laughs> but still was kind of waffling back and mm -hmm. forth. So at 1130, the night the registration closes, so it closes like 30 minutes later, I go ahead and register. Still with the thought, I don't have to do it. How did you feel after you registered? Were you like, okay, great, I'm gonna, gonna I, I feel good about this? Or were you like, mm, I think... From the time I registered, maybe even from that Thursday morning, I'm not sure, but I think I knew I was competing, mm -hmm. even though I still wouldn't say I was. Throughout the whole next week, I still was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to compete. But I think my heart knew I was going to. Mm -hmm. And so here's the weird part. Like, why why am I in this headspace? You know, I mean, obviously, the, the reasons not to compete made sense, but like, that, that was Rister's question. Why are you competing? You missed your favorite part of competition. Why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I didn't know, you know, like yeah. consciously. Um, so I had to think about it. And I recognized because 
in this entire last year. So I started getting sick the Sunday after Thanksgiving last year. Oh, wow. So this entire last year, I thought I'd never compete again. Ah. I didn't want to admit it, mm-hmm. but I really thought that I was done competing. Yeah. Because with the autoimmune disease and the throat stuff, and like I just, I didn't think I'd be able to. And so I wanted to compete to show myself that I could. That makes sense. And I didn't want to commit to competing because I wanted it to be like well with my soul to not compete. Uh huh. Which is why I, until an hour and a half before the competition or before my division, nobody knew whether I was competing or not. It was still up in the air until I put my gi on. Wow. And like, as I'm putting it on, Rister's like, okay, so we're doing this. <laughs> okay. All right. But I just needed it to be okay to me and not devastating to me if I chose not to. And I think that's why I wouldn't commit to doing it because I was just trying to keep that. It's okay. It's okay if you do. It's okay if you don't. Your identity does not have to be wrapped up in being a competitor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that's a struggle for a lot of people. It is. It is. It really is. I mean, as jujitsu people, we end up wrapping a lot of our identity in being a jujitsu person, competitor mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's who I've been. This, I have competed every year since at least 2013, maybe before that. Oh, wow. So, you know, at first I was like, well, I think I'm going to do it because I've never missed a year. You know, yeah. like I've got a streak. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't love a streak? But that wasn't going to be a reason enough for me to compete. Like I had to be okay with maybe my body can't do it this year. Maybe it can next year. So I ended up doing it. And there was nobody in my division, so I only did the open. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And how did it turn out? I lost by an advantage. Ugh. It, I felt great. Yeah. I've never, I've probably never felt so great in a loss ever. <laughs> like, I was, I just felt freaking proud. Yeah. I was just, I was pleased that I got to do it. It really reminded me, you know, like, I love competing. Every aspect of it. Yeah. Now, I will say I was the most nervous I have been in years. Uh-huh. Honestly, probably Nashville Open 2020 was the, or 2019 was the last time I even felt nerves like this. Wow. Um, maybe maybe it was worse this time. Mm-hmm. You know, one, I wasn't going unprepared. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, like being prepared just gives you a little bit of confidence that I uh, didn't yeah. have. <laughs> but also... This is my first time really competing with my students, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of the role model crew there. Um, So it was my first time competing in front of them. When I walk in the door of the venue, the first person I see is my ex-coach slash husband uh slash you know ex-husband so yeah. I didn't mean to make that weird but uh yeah so <laughs> um that's not helpful you know like just like oh uh <laughs> just really knows how to get you off your game right yeah. um but uh it was just it was nerve-wracking I was a nervous wreck when I first got to the venue um but once I had a task so once I started coaching and all of that, I was fine. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I felt great. I was so pleased. I ended up getting third, which, you know, I, I 
really like a consolation kind of medal because I just lost one match. That's the only match I had. Uh-huh. But I felt freaking fantastic about it. Like I lost by an advantage in a black belt match. Right. I feel great about it. Yeah. And a lot of things that old AJ would have fallen to, mm-hmm. um, I didn't. Like she tried to collar drag me. I didn't end up on my face. That's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely scorpioned from a collar drag before. <laughs> uh, she tried to arm bar me. I stacked her and got out of it. She tried lots of shoulder attacks. I never super felt in danger, but she had a very strong guard. She mm-hmm. she kept trying to do the like playboy setup for the overhook. Uh-huh. And we often talk about if you know how to do something, you know how to defend it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you're trying to play my game. Like yeah. you tried to collar drag me. You tried to overhook me. <laughs> this is something I can stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, perfect. This is, you know, like I, I know how to do this. So I know yeah. how to not have it done to me. But she was she was great. She was very gracious. She wasn't a cocky winner at all. Like yeah. it was it was it was a great match and I had a fantastic time. I could hear everyone clearly. I could hear Risser. I could hear Ray and Rachel. Nice. Um, yeah, it was it was a blast. So when are you going to compete again? I mean, it kind of depends um, on schedules and stuff. You know, I don't think they've announced much for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be doing gi pants because that's the same weekend as White Belt Camp. Mm. So probably like a Chicago Open or something like that. Yeah. Where you might actually plan. Right, exactly. Where I might actually do the thing. Yeah, and Um, prepare. And that's really, that's how I felt too, is like, had I been prepared, that could have gone differently. Yeah. I I might've been able to be dominant, you know, like. um, Like maybe if you and Rissa would've gone six rounds. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, I think I would've just died then. (laughs) Um, No, she put it on me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and I'm not saying that oh, if I were prepared, I'd be better than right. her. But, you know, like maybe I would have performed a little better, you know, yeah, like yeah. with some prep and some game planning and all of that. Yeah, so. the things that you just normally exactly. Do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I definitely want to do Master's Worlds next year. And I've been, you know, we've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telling all the students for like, come on, we're taking a big trip. Everybody's going to Vegas. So, <laughs> and And how are you feeling about that? I have no feelings right now. (laughs) I'll take that. I'll take it. Yeah. No feelings is better than, you know, like, absolutely not. Right. We'll just kind of see how things go. Yeah. But you are, you do, you know, a year or two ago, I don't know how long it's been because my brain doesn't work, Mm -hmm. but you said you were done competing. Yep. But that's not the same hard line in the sand now, right? No. It's... Squiggly. Squiggly. It's squiggly. Yeah. Yeah. It's loose. And that's why I always thought like I'll never retire from competition Mm -hmm. because I always want to leave the door open. And, you know, I did think about, I think that was what was hard a few weeks before Mm -hmm. the competition when I still wasn't sure, like, will I ever compete again? And then I was like, if I do Nashville, that might be my swan song. If I realize that, you know, Mm -hmm. that might be the final one. But I got to a place where I was like, no, I can do this again. I know that I can work through the issues that I have and compete. Well, and I feel like if I do squiggle, squiggle, squiggle line, maybe do it again, (laughs) that it's from a dare. It would be from a very different place than I have in the past. 
where at first it was like, oh yeah, I'll do it, but I'm scared I'm just gonna go out there and get embarrassed. So I've worked through that. Good. You know, that was like my white belts mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then it was like, well, I better go out there and win or not, or I'm gonna get embarrassed if I don't win. Mm-hmm. But that's also not where my brain is yeah. now. I don't know. Maybe I'm growing and evolving. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> God. Ugh. Which both things were ego. Right? Completely. Yeah. 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 God, I don't know who I am anymore. Oh, my gosh. Letting that ego go and just going out and having fun. Right. And maybe coming up with a plan and taking advantage of all of those other really good things that happen going into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, why would I want to do that? <laughs> and I think, I mean, you know, different schools have different thoughts or different coaches or whatever. And some are like, don't embarrass me. You, right. you better go out and like, you know, don't crap the bed or whatever. Yeah. Like, And so that is the mentality at some places. But I think you can like look at me and see like, I lost my advantage and I'm like freaking awesome. Right, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't, you don't have to win. There's a lot of wins in the tournament aside from getting your hand raised. And not that I wouldn't go, if I'm going out there, I'm going out there with the intention that Absolutely. I'm winning yes. this. Yes. And train, because I feel like if you don't go with that attitude yes. and mindset, then you don't train for that. Exactly. Especially if I'm going all the way to Las Vegas. Yeah. That is a good, it, that's a good point. Like it is a balance of, I have to have enough ego to think that I can yeah. win, right? Yeah. To, to like train that I could win this. Yeah. And have my ego in check enough that if I don't, I don't spiral into a depression or think I suck. Or, right, or quit. Know, quit, yeah. There would have been a time where if I would have competed and gotten beat, I would have just been like, well, screw this. Yep. I quit. Yep. <laughs> I'm going home and this is a stupid sport. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. This is dumb. And then you have to listen to our last episode again. And <laughs> if you want to know when you can quit, then you go listen to that episode. Exactly. We're not going to just tell you in this episode. <laughs> Everyone loved that episode. We've gotten more feedback on that one than maybe any episode we've the done. The last couple, I feel like. I, I don't know what's going on, but thank you all for listening and sharing and commenting and. All of those things. Yeah, we appreciate you guys very much. That is something we're very thankful for this Thanksgiving. That's right, because this episode is dropping on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and we are thankful for you. That's right. Eat some turkey or whatever it is you're going to eat. Celebrate or don't celebrate. Do whatever you're going to do. Yep. We're just glad that you're hanging out with us. Yeah. And maybe maybe this is your day after. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> You're listening to it while Maybe you're Black like, Friday I've had shopping. Enough of my family. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with AJ and Jen. Exactly. <laughs> Send us a message if you'd rather hang out with us than yeah. your family. No, I'm you're just kidding. Like, uh, nobody at Thanksgiving wanted to talk about jujitsu, right? Yeah, to sneak out to my car and listen to right? Beanie and the Gee. So I felt like I had some understanding. <laughs> I'll have um, turkey and a side of Beauty and the Gee. <laughs> 
we're kind of wound up today. We are. We are. I think this is what happens when we record after class and I don't get completely murdered. Yeah. I feel like I have a little more energy today. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. You do miss the kittens, though. I know. Oh, the kittens at your house. The last time we recorded, that was a highlight. And then when Beth was looking at Instagram and saw the story, she's like, there were kitties? Oh. Mm-hmm. Which then started another discussion about kittens at our house. Yes. You know you miss having a kitten. There are things that I miss, but there are things that I don't miss. <laughs> I've got one for you if you need. Her name's Prissy. She's a real good girl. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going to turn into jujitsu and cats. <laughs> Crazy Cat Lady Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts on competition? Uh, oh, back to the subject back at to, hand. Back to the subject. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that it's easy from the coach's standpoint or the podcast host standpoint or whatever um, for me to be like telling my students, whether you compete or not is okay, you know, all of those things. But it was still something I had to feel for myself. I had mm-hmm. to be okay with not competing. I had to be okay with competing not as prepared as I'd like to be. It's just something that sometimes you have to feel for yourself and get through your own head trash, even if you don't put that head trash on. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm going to let my students be like, you know, I love you wherever you are. That's I'm, I'm going to love you where you are and push you to be better. For, you know, yourself, you tend to hold yourself to these higher standards. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I feel like I, I learned a good lesson that it's well with my soul, as Rachel would say. Yes. See, she's always making an appearance in the podcast. I know. I know. It makes me happy. It does. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rachel and cats. <laughs> <laughs> and jujitsu. And jujitsu. This yeah. is our podcast. <laughs> We're going to put that in the description. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Casillas, kittens and cats, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> that's uh, why we say life and so much more. That's right. I mean, that's going to be so good for our SEO right? and podcast discovery. Yes. Although the crazy cat people might think we don't talk about cats enough. That could be. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry if you found us for cats. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off the rails. We have. <laughs> Oh, friends, thank you for joining us. We would love to also hang out with you on Instagram. That's pretty much where we hang out the most. Uh, You will find us there at Beauty and the Gee podcast. I'm also there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you go. And sometimes we're on on the TikTok. We are. We are. I'm role model technically on TikTok, but it also says AJ. So whichever. Yeah. You'll find us. Follow me. I need a thousand people to go live. I did not know that. On TikTok? Yeah. You have to have a thousand followers. Okay. Let's let's make it happen, friends. Yes. Thank you. So what do they need to follow? Follow role model on TikTok. (laughs) R-O-L-L-M-O-D-E-L. Okay. I'll have a link to it in the show notes just to make sure that you can find it. (laughs) All right, friends, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the mat. Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company. And brought to you by Role Model Grappling. Meow. (laughs) I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, obsessed with jiu-jitsu. Also, I didn't turn either of my phones off. They both went (laughs) off at the same time.
You're just extra special today. <laughs> extra special. Every day. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's um, my first time.